Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Headlines is brought to you by Don't take risks. Use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. Some spices. Yes, sir. Coming to live from our studios here at Kokomeme Nakra, this is Joy News Prime with me, Carlos Caloni. Coming up, I'm not the worst IGP. That's according to the Inspector General of Police, Akufo Dampari. We'll hear blow-to-blow accounts of day one of Dampari's appearance before Parliament Ad Hoc Committee investigating the leak tape to oust him. And two persons have been apprehended for attempting to register twice in Electoral Commission's ongoing limited voter registration. We'll hear from key stakeholders and what's the make of the process so far. Meanwhile, the National Democratic Congress NDC says their initial assessment of day one of the registration exercise shows mass discrepancies and equipment malfunction in the EC's limited registration exercise that commenced today. And prime business is at 8 p.m. Ghana City to end 2023 at 11 cities, 40 pesos to a dollar. We'll hear from Fit Solutions' latest forecast. Prime Sports comes your way at 8.30. For Jordan Ayu and Mohamed Kudus on target as the Black Stars defeat Liberia to complete the September window with a back-to-back win. They lose the fight. Chance for Ghana, Nyama. Here is Kudus. We are your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Please stay with us. Joy News Prime Headlines was brought to you by... Don't take risks. Use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. Some spices. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for joining us here on Joy News Prime. Let's begin from Parliament, where the Inspector General of Police, IGP Akufo Dampari, has refuted allegations against him by COP Alex Mensa and Superintendent George Asari that he is the worst IGP Ghana has ever had, describing such allegations as untrue and baseless. 
He made a statement when he appeared before Parliament ad hoc committee investigating the leak tape to oust him on Tuesday. Honorable Chair, at the time that they were making it, without a shred of evidence, and Honorable Chair, those wide allegations without a shred of evidence has brought a lot of pain to myself, my family across the country, and especially my wife and children. That you are so patriotic because you believe in what you call pan-Ghanianism, where you think that because of your multi-ethnic nature, everybody you see, as long as the person is a Ghanian, is your brother or a sister, mother or father, uncle or aunt. Then the pain also to my command, my leaders, my team, we work together that we all know. And the pain to the thousands of police people who are appreciating the strides that we are making in transforming the organization to be the best institution in the country and a reference point for the rest of the world. The team made all these allegations in order to cover up probably the shame and sweater what they got themselves involved in in the first place. And I, an innocent person, Focusing on my job, working in concert with my team and all commands across the country to keep the country safe and make it to be at peace for itself. I've been asked to come and answer to these allegations, which are wide, baseless. And I feel in my spirit that this is just not fair. It is just not fair. Are we killing patriotism? That anybody can just get up, make allegations upon allegations, and people who go across the country attend 48 hours without sleep, just keeping the country at peace, will be called to come and answer allegations that are unfounded. And that becomes something. Anyway, I'm here. I have no choice. I have no choice and have come. And I say it to the glory of God, my maker who sustains me every day. I will speak to the matters as a director. And I'm doing this because of the respect I have for myself, for my family, especially my children and wife for the office that I occupy, for my brothers and sisters who are sitting behind me, that we have pulled ourselves together in an unprecedented manner in a teamwork to get these things done for this country. And for the respect I have for institutions of state, including the parliament that we are here today. And more importantly, the respect I have for Mr. President Adranko Kufuadu for the honor that he has done me for making me the inspector general of police to work with my colleagues. And equally more importantly, for the respect I have for the good people of this country. So Honorable I am here being asked to answer to why allegations unsubstantiated by my brothers in order to cover up their shame 
I am ready. I thank you. The IGP also asserted he had no hand in the tape recording and that he did not have Bugrenabo to record any such tape. The point I'm trying to make is the fact that we are all human beings and at times these things happen. You may have all what it takes to handle the situation, but when you are speaking to a matter and the feeling of how you feel comes on board, it's normal. And the most important thing is that I understand all the issues you are raising. And I'm in sync with it because I'm a true Christian. Now, you have a working relationship with Chief Bugri Nambu. Honorable Chair, I do not have a working relationship with him. I have been joined on Zoom by my colleague Samuel Mbora to give us some details of today's sitting. Samuel, you engaged with the chairman of the committee, uh, Atache, after today's proceedings and uh, regarding concerns of actually listening to or interrogating the IGP publicly. What has he been saying on that? Well, the chairman of the committee, Samuel Atache, has indicated that the public hearing um, of the IGP was to give him the opportunity to clear his uh-huh. name uh, due to the allegations by his um, accusers. Okay. Um, so he has been given the opportunity, has made his points, and then cleared the allegations. However, tomorrow they are continuing with the crew. Uh, but it is not clear whether it is going to be a public hearing or it is in camera. So it depends on tomorrow and then the evidence or the information that the witness will, will produced before the committee that would influence them to go for an in-camera hearing or um, maintain it as a public hearing. He also indicated that the national security minister Uh. is expected to appear before the committee. Um, When I asked him why the national security minister has to appear before the committee, his explanation was that before uh, parliament started its investigation, Uh. the national investigation bureau had already launched an investigation into it. We understand some of the witnesses also appear before it. So the National Security Minister will come and give us a breakdown okay. of what they have and what constitutes national security information and what does not constitute so far as this big tape is concerned. All right. Well, let's see how it goes. But I know on top of my head that the matters concerning the National Security Minister will be in camera, but the rest of them will take a quality decision. Why should the National Security Minister come here? Well, because the, uh, one of the witnesses, I've forgotten, said, I think it's Asari. Uh-huh. So, Pretender Asari said, he appeared before the uh, NIB. Yeah. Uh-huh. He said so. Yeah. So, if he said so, then how does that synchronize with what we are doing here and the evidence? That's what we are attempting to find out. From day one, up in issue, I stress that. I don't have any incentive to mess up somebody's life and career. What is that going to do for me? And I think the members of the committee have a similar attitude. That why do you want to be smear another man? Why should somebody's disgrace be our joy? I don't think we are that mean to be doing it that way. And what is very important is that we are supposed to protect everybody to the best of our ability as a, a committee. And I keep saying that Nobody will be shortchanged by the committee in terms of the evidence that we will write 
I mean, and the rest of it. You will never, never shortchange anybody. And nobody is trying to say, slant the evidence to favor X or Y. And I don't think anybody has the power to do that against us. You will do it. Let's not shift our attention to the Electoral Commission, where two persons in the War Municipality of the Upper West Region have been apprehended at the War Municipal Office of the Electoral Commission after they attempted to register twice on the limited voter registration exercise we started today. Now, according to the War Municipal Director of the EC, Ben Kujo Alagalo, the two were stopped from registering after they saw an alert on registration devices showing that they had earlier registered and their names were already captured on the voters' register. Join News' Upper West Regional Correspondent Rafiq Salam report from what? The War Municipal Office of the Electoral Commission, located on the outskirts of the War Township and on the Wanakuru Road, is the venue of the EC Limited Registration Exercise. Close to three dozen prospective registrants were already going through the registration process, whilst others sat patiently waiting for their turn. It is a peaceful atmosphere and the process well choreographed and coordinated. There have neither been any report of system failure nor software malfunctioned. As a result of that, two persons who registered in the last registration exercise and want to have another bite of the pie were easily identified and rejected by the registration devices prompting the one municipal officer of the EC, Ben Kujo Adagulu, to sound the warning bells. When you go to the room and the machine detects that you have registered already, please will not forgive you, will arrest you. So far, two people have been hurt, detected, for attempting to register twice. Ben Adagulu fitted to light on the issue. Uh, those that were attempting, the two that were caught attempting to register again, uh, probably we have to let them go because they told us that they registered in 2016. Then it was registration done in 2020. So probably the benefit of the doubt, we have allowed them to go. Probably if anybody comes again and we see that he's attempting to register twice, but before they will not even allow it to happen. We shall be giving on spot education, publicity, as you saw me in the first instant we will be telling them that please it is not a first registration but registration for those who are qualified in that manner to do so. Three hours after the start of the registration, more than 40 persons had registered and handed over their voter registration card. Two of them spoke to us on why they think acquiring the voter ID card is necessary. The economic is hard. Just right now. I'm not feeling anything. I just finished uh, a technical institute this year. I'm not getting any job right now. So you think that your your vote will determine your fate? Inshallah by the grace of Allah. Sometimes you'll be traveling your asking of your voter ID card or a Ghana card. If you're not having it, it can be a problem. Because of the we want to have it. Meanwhile, the situation at the Lemuse District Office of the Electoral Commission is out of a different. Several prospective voters who trunk the center are unable to do so as a result of the malfunctioning of the registration devices. They stayed for close to three hours waiting for the challenge to affect who they were unable to do, forcing them to move away. NDC Lemuse parliamentary candidate for the 2024 general election, Dr. Tatius Bayou, who was at the registration center, expressed worry 
over the high dues in the registration process. It's about 11 a.m. on the first day of registration, and as of this time, not a single person has been able to register. They are facing technical challenges, the system is down. The first person that attempted the registration, they've been able to take a picture, but they cannot save. A lot of young people were here, and after waiting for three hours and not able to register, they have walked. This is a frustration in this part of the country. People have traveled from farther part of this district to the district capital, and us at 11 a.m., not one person is able to register. How do you progress from here? This is a clear case of voter suppression in the people of Ghana. Reporting for the news, Rafik Salam. Now, several young people who visited the San Diego District Office of the Electoral Commission to register in a limited registration exercise have expressed disappointment at the rate at which the exercise began today. Officials who would not go on record say the delay was due to issues of network and faulty machines. An officer told Joy News they initially tried to use the online process but had difficulties with the link, and when they switched to the manual machine, it refused to pick. The exercise, which was supposed to start in the morning, actually started at about 3 p.m. The Electoral Commission began as limited registration exercise today in Tamale at the Sanergo Municipal Office of the Electoral Commission. People who traveled far and near to have their registration done were disappointed. And some had arrived earlier as 5 a.m. this morning to enable them have their registration done early so they can return to work. But after several hours of wait, some of those who had come to register spoke to Joy News. So they gave us numbers. The numbers is not working and the machines too are not working. If you are to go out, that you shouldn't go out. We are just sitting here. We don't know the time to leave here because we are students and we are this, we are visitors, we are not from Tamale. So we came and we are here. We stood here for about three hours now and some are having papers tomorrow and we want to go back and study for our papers tomorrow. Meanwhile, a member of the National Democratic Congress communication team, Mubarak Nyebtu, said it was difficult convincing some of the registrants to accept to come to the center to register. He added that resource mobilization would also be a challenge, getting these people to return tomorrow to register. So we are here this morning to start the registration of the EC. And in fact, this morning is not even easy for us because we've seen that we are going through difficulties to register our people. Machines are not working very well for us. So it's a serious concern for us as a member of the NDC. And we are urging the EC to make sure that the machines and everything should be ready for us to register our people because we are going through a lot here. But we are suffering. I'm going to look at the Tulipis here. We brought them here. The NDC make sure that we brought Tulipis here. We make sure that we fed everybody here. We brought our people here to come and register. The children here, we brought them here. We make sure that we fed them with the Lord fed everything for them to come here and register. So we are urging the EC to make sure that they should make sure that the machine should be working so that we what we are going through here we should be going through what we are going through. So
Some centers for the limited voters registration exercise in the Ashanti region recorded long queues on day one of the exercise. At Akumadani, the offensive north district, security officers had a tough time controlling applicants to observe set protocols. Nanaya Jima reports many applicants in Kumasi were frustrated after spending long hours in queues. <laughs> Some applicants at Akumadan in a confrontation with security officers for allegedly whipping them to order. At the Asokori Mampon office of the Electoral Commission, applicants queue outside the premises. Intermittently, the gate of the premises is opened for a few applicants to enter. Sometimes there is chaos at the gate as some persons attempt to bypass the queue. We've, we've been here since about around now. People will be bringing protocols, protocols, but protocols are very, it's too much here. So I think the electoral officer and the police, policemen in charge here should come out and control the queue here. Yes, there will be a lot of misunderstanding here. I came around 8 a.m. and it is not my turn yet. Some came very early. Some people keep skipping the queue. They are given excuses and others. It is unfair. With time, frustration and tiredness set in for some of the applicants after standing for hours. Some had to squat or find stones to use as seats since the commission by law prevented seats for the process. Some applicants shared their frustrations. It's not comfortable standing. Mm, it's not comfortable. For how long have you been standing? More than one, two hours. More than two hours. And it look, from the look of things, it doesn't look like you'll be done the next hour. Can, can, can you wait? Maybe I'll manage. What, what do you think could have been done to ensure that this process is a little bit comfortable for you? They should bring more computers so that... They should they bring what? Fast. They should bring what? More computers so that the line will be fast. By midday, 53 persons had successfully gone through the application with two registration points set up in the EC office. Many believe the Electoral Commission may fail to achieve the daily target of registering 300 applicants. For Joy News, Nanaya Ojima reporting. Now, parliamentary candidate of the National Democratic Congress in the Ayawasu West Wogong constituency, John Dumelo, an MP of the area, Lydia Seyram Alhassan, have admitted to providing transport for constituents in the ongoing voter registration exercise. The two said the move is part of their initiative to rally new registrants to secure their voter ID cards ahead of the district assembly and general elections. Joy News' James Aveji has been to the old EC headquarters at Regina Craft, which is currently serving as district offices for five assemblies, and comes through with the following report. So this is the 
old headquarters of the Electoral Commission here at Ridge in Accra. Now, this premises in the next one month uh, is the district office that will be hosting about four constituencies uh, in the Greater Accra region. We are told that the Ayawasu West Wogon, Ayawasu East, as well as Central, uh, including the Kotekloli constituencies. All members of the public who would be uh, wanting to register for their voters' ID, all of them from this constituencies would have to converge here at the EC's old headquarters in order to get their cards. We have the privilege to talk to uh, the MP for Ayawasu West Wogon, as well as the NDC parliamentary candidate for Ayawasu West Wogon, uh, Sarah Malhassan, as well as John Dumelo. The two of them have been sharing some insight with us as to how the strategies they are deploring in order to bring their constituents from the various locations in their constituencies to the EC's headquarters, old headquarters here at Ridge. It's about calling them personally, it's about visiting their homes personally, it's about convincing them to come here, you know, personally, it's about conveying them myself in my car, you know, personally here. I mean, uh, since 4 a.m. I've been here um, making sure that, you know, the, the queues are formed in a, in a nice way, giving them water, giving them refreshments, you know, making sure they are comfortable, you know, because really and truly the only reason they need a card for is to vote in their district assembly and, and the elections in 2024 and actually some are actually adamant to 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 come and register so you have to really convince them that look we need your votes in the district assembly elections we need you to vote for john dumela in 2024 and of course ultimately john mahama in 2024 as well so you are bashing them here Yes, personally. We have support communities like from Okonglo, from Impasan, from Baalishi, from Tesano, from Ridge, from Airport, Jowulu. We are bashing them personally. Yes. For those here within the constituency, it's not too far for them, but we, we are facilitating it. Logistics are available, buses, uh, for those who can't come by themselves so that we convey them here. And uh, we live in a constituency that holds seven tertiary institutions. And most of them are on vacation. So that is the, 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 the challenge. But even that, 7th December 2024, if we continue with the um, uh, timetable they have now, it means they are going to be on campus. So uh, it is our responsibility to facilitate it and support them to come and register here so that on that day it's safe for them. It's just a, a few minutes past 10 a.m. on the first day and uh, dozens of them have already gathered here in order to go through the process to procure their cards. Let's interact with them to know where exactly they are coming from, uh, from the various locations in the constituency in order to get their card. Uh, two brothers are here. Uh, uh, thanks for your time. Uh, what's your name? I'm Franklin. Franklin. I, I hope this is your brother. Yes, please. Your, your elder or your two brothers? My elder brother. Oh, your brothers. Okay. Which uh, area of the constituency are you coming from? Where exactly are you coming from? I'm from Abelinkui. 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 Okay. And you are here to register for the first time to take your card? Yes, please. Uh, how did you get here? I came here. Um, my assemblyman brought me here. Okay. Uh, so, 
is it the one who told you where to uh, uh, where you can register or you know exactly the office you need to go? He brought us here. He brought you here. But you have no idea this is where you are supposed to Yes, be. yeah. You have no idea. I have no idea. Okay. So that is how it has been here at the old headquarters of the Electoral Commission at Rich here housing five different constituencies. The numbers from the morning have been growing from the tens to dozens and now to the hundreds uh, with new registrants predominantly uh, gathered here in order to get their voter ID cards reporting uh, from the EC old headquarters here at Ridge in Accra. My name is James Aveji for Joy News. Now, leadership of various political parties in the Tichuman South constituency, particularly NDC and MPP, are raising concerns about the EC's decision to register new voters at the district EC office in the ongoing limited voter registration exercise. They say with a constituency hefty population, many applicants will be dis- disenfranchised at the end of the 21-day exercise. The two major political parties are also accusing each other of buzzing prospective applicants to the registration center. Anasabit has been monitoring the exercise and comes through with the following report. The limited voters registration exercise by the Electoral Commission began at about 8 o'clock a.m. here in the Techiman South ET office amid tight security, with the exercise targeting eligible Ghanaians who have turned 18 and above to be enrolled on the register. Restriction supervisor and acting district EC officer for Tichman Municipality, William Bampo Apuris, says the exercise has been smoothed with all political parties cooperating with the laid down rules and regulations. We started registration at exactly 8 a.m. today. We haven't had any challenge regarding our machines or regarding the process. We are in there with agents of political parties, and what we agreed with them is that at every material moment, we need just one agent from each political party. So the process has been okay. We are catching up with time. We are hoping that by the end of this registration process, whoever is due or here, whoever is qualified to be registered here in Techiman Municipal should be registered. Mr. Apori Bampo disclosed that enough screenings are undertaken to ensure non-Ghanaians do not get through the registration system. As rightly indicated in the laws, we are considering persons with Ghana card, uh, persons with passports, and persons with qualified voters as what guarantors. So definitely, we should be able to decipher should there be any um, 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 fake information. And, of course, as officials, we also do have the right to challenge against anyone we think isn't a Ghanaian or isn't within the age range for which the person should be qualified to be a voter. Constituent Secretary for the National Democratic Congress, Mr. Fusun Sowa Edward, raised concerns about the slow pace of the exercise, adding that more qualified applicants will be disenfranchised at the end of the 21-day exercise. We started 8 o'clock exactly. At that time, it started raining. But people were in the queue. They started at the right time. And now, 8 till now, I'm telling you that we have registered 28. Is that enough at all? So, by, by the, the close of the 21 days, I don't think we can register even more than a, 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 a thousand and something. So, for sure, they should do something about it. And so, we want a change. 
so that we can have a successful exercise today and subsequent days to come. He was, however, quick to raise concerns about the busing of prospective applicants to the registration center and asked that the party will challenge all minors attempting to find their way through the exercise. We can see from the other side that busing of people is becoming, is becoming the order of the day here. And I don't, I don't want that to happen. We are dialoguing, ensuring that those who are doing that should put an end to that, or else that can generate uh, 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 a situation that we will not be able to at least handle it. It will be challenging for sure. If you are not coming from this place, if you are a man or you are here, yes, we will challenge you so that you come and improve subsequently. Asamoah Richard is the constituency secretary of the New Patriotic Party. He also raised concerns about the constituency's population and the difficulty in getting all applicants registered within the stipulated period. We in RPP, and yesterday at the diaper meeting, I made it clear that Techimai uh, is a far big area. We have a, one of the biggest population in the whole of uh, Blue East. So if you want everybody else to come here, the congestion will be too much. So as I said, we are not so much happy with everybody coming here. With the explanation they gave to us, we all get our, got ourselves convinced that what they are doing is best for now. They also accused the NDC of busing people to the registration center, describing their action as illegal. The system is, we are not allowed by law, CI 127, to bus people to this place. Because in any way, if some individual wants to help you, that is cool. But busing, the technical word is the passing of people, which is an affront to the rules and regulations. And if you want to be below abiding, you don't go against the rule and the regulation for convenience sake. That is wrong. Reporting for Joy News, Anas Sabit, Tichima. We take a break, we'll return with more. Stay with us. One third of a million people live with HIV in Ghana. Close to 10,000 of them die each year, mostly as a result of a lack of antiretroviral drugs and adherence. In fact, close to 57% of children under 14 years living with HIV do not receive antiretroviral drugs, again as a result of inadequate funds to provide them with medication. Life expectancy for these children is grim. The big worry, close to 16,300 people are newly infected with HIV each year. With this alarming rate of HIV infections, all of us are in danger. And Ghana is headed for an epidemic explosion if nothing is done now. To avert it. While the Ghana AIDS Commission is working hard to overturn the situation, the Commission urgently needs funding support from corporate Ghana and individuals to save lives. We're therefore appealing to you, corporate entities and individuals, to support the National HIV and AIDS Fund by dialing star 9898-HASH on MTN and Vodafone and follow the prompts or pay into the National HIV and AIDS Fund account number 
0242-233-233 Bank of Ghana. Your donation will be used to prevent new infections and provide care for people living with HIV, including children affected by AIDS. For further information, please call Ghana AIDS Commission on 0302-919260 or email info at ghanaids.gov.gh. Give to save a life today. Ghana AIDS Commission, partnering to eliminate HIV and AIDS. The malaria really not down, eh? Challenge no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthemeter and Lumifantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. Thank you. No problem. Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. It feels like becoming an entrepreneur aside academics is never going to be possible when you're in school. Mainly because we feel that we are young and we don't have the resources and the guts to be one. But if you believe in yourself and you have the passion to become an entrepreneur, then you already are. Staying ahead in a highly competitive environment requires applying creativity and innovation to every aspect of your journey to becoming an entrepreneur. Presently, entrepreneurship is driven by creativity and innovation to attain business objectives. The explosion in technology, business, entrepreneurship and consumption in this new era is as a result of the ongoing application of innovation. Milton Bell once said, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. So, if you are ready to be an entrepreneur, Heritage Christian College is ready for you. Heritage Christian College moves you from a wantrepreneur to become an entrepreneur. The Butcher's Registration Exercise 2023 is here with us now. The Commission is making preparations for voters' registration exercise from 12 September to 2nd October 2023 to enable citizens who have turned 18 years or persons who have not previously registered to visit the EC office in their district and register as a voter ahead of the upcoming district-level elections 2023. The registration exercise is in line with the Commission's mandate to compile the register of voters and revise it at such periods as may be determined by law. Every eligible Ghanaian should visit the EC office in their district and present their Ghana card or passport for inclusion in the voters register. Applicants who do not have a Ghana card or passport are required to bring two persons who are already registered voters to guarantee their registration. Do not register again if you have lost your voter ID card. Replacement of voter ID cards will start from 3rd October 2023 after the registration exercise. Transfer of votes will also be done from 3rd October to 9th October 2023. It is a criminal offense for a guarantor to guarantee for more than 10 people, non-Ghanaians and persons who are not 18 years of age. Guarantors who violate this provision will be prosecuted. The voters' registration exercise is part of efforts to ensure credible, transparent and peaceful elections in Ghana. Register to vote. 
Your vote is your power. The Bullseye Registration Exercise 2023 is here with us now. Hello, my name is Abeku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the job better with Ecobank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of Ecobank. Download Ecobank Mobile from Google Play Store. All the apps store and discover the smart way to bank. Echo Bank, the Pan-African Bank. When you're little, days are extremely busy. Work. Traffic jams. Meetings. Conference calls. Luckily, our mom is here to take good care of us with day-by-day baby and day-by-day kids and their naturally active ingredients. Our skin is hydrated, soothed, and protected all day long. Yes, hello? Daddy? Daddy? This tank is big! Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow! Has a working tortoise my face. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S I N T E X syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil. That's not true. But why? Yay! Syntex <laughs> was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? And the overall best student goes to Kwame Boate. <laughs> That's my son. Get your TV. Surprise! Wow. TCLC 6452 Let TV? Yes. You can now get 4K content. And because you like games, it's called Game Mode. Wow. Like father, like son. With TCL side by side refrigerators, you can always get something so to quench your thirst. Wow. Your mom is the best. TCL air conditioners are the best because it cools so well. Wow. No comment. Enjoy the best quality sound with TCL Soundbar. Do all your washing with TCL affordable washing machine. Always buy the best from TCL. TCL is proud. There are days when you think, whoa, today I've earned it. So order a global. Days when plans run longer. What if we order a global? Or days when you can't control everything. Oh yes, because on Global, you can order anything you want. Global, you order with the...
Welcome back. Now, in the face of unimaginable tragedy, one woman's strength and determination have not only transformed her own life, but have also brought hope to countless others. Join us as we delve into the inspiring story of Ikea Sapon, a mother who weathered the storm of losing her daughter to cancer and later established a lifeline to support parents who are economically and emotionally challenged in facing similar challenges. Mamiya Senior Mitchell Thompson has more in the following report. You're broken down and tired of living life on the merry-go-round. A queer support, like any mother, cherish the simple joys of life, especially the moments she shared with her children. But their calm world was rocked by cruel diagnosis. Cancer, a queer Anan Akwanko Sapong was only a year old when she was diagnosed with rhabdomyosarcoma, a highly aggressive cancer that affects soft tissues. It was a very difficult period for them. My little girl, you know, she had rhabdomyosarcoma at one year, four months, and we went through the treatment here in Kolibu, and we did some of our treatments, you know, externally came back, we finished it, and unfortunately she relapsed. Before her daughter's death, Ekia had absolutely no idea childhood cancers existed. She worked an eight to five job. I don't know, I was a career woman like everybody else. Really? I, I worked in the eight development world. Eight to five and sometimes longer. Wow. <laughs> I worked in the development um, organization. organization. So I worked with the Danish embassy. I ran uh, uh, Danida. Oh, okay. So I worked okay. with her. Uh, on a private sector program, okay. the business to business, and also the what they call the business sector support program at the mm. time. After I left Danida, I left with I worked with government in private sector on the private sector development strategy two okay. at the time, and um, so I did that until I think 2015, I think, and then my twins came along. Despite their unwavering efforts. Akuya's daughter lost her battle with cancer. The pain was indescribable. It felt like a part of her had been torn away in the most unpardonable way. I lost my child 75 years ago. Um, prior to that, I don't think I knew much about cancer. I didn't know about children's cancer, I didn't even know anything about it. And then she died. So we had a two-year journey. A very painful journey. In her darkest hour, when resources were scarce and knowledge about childhood cancers was limited in Ghana, Ekuya discovered a newfound purpose. She channeled her pain and grief into founding an organization with a mission to provide support resources and hope to parents enduring the same harrowing journey. There was very little hope, so that's how come we started the foundation. So we are the foundation partner for the pediatric oncology and we raise funds you know, from corporate organizations, churches, individuals, groups, local international NGOs, and our services uh, support include paying for diagnostics, so you pay for CT scan, MRIs, pathology, we pay for treatment itself. We pay for chemotherapy, radiation, we pay for surgeries, aftercare, whatever is required. Seven-year-old Nana Kwabnapia is one of the beneficiaries of Ikea's program. He was diagnosed with cancer two years ago. Like Ikea, his mother Lodina 
was shocked to receive the news. It was after two weeks that the doctors told me his diagnosis was cancer. I was shocked because I thought cancers affected only old people and not a young boy like my son. But she couldn't afford treatment. She stayed at Kolebu for two weeks before the diagnosis came. At the time, she could not afford to transport herself and her son to their home in Iswam in the eastern region, let alone pay for treatment. She nearly gave up on her son's weekly chemotherapy sessions, but was given a chance with the Queers Foundation, which turned things around for her son. We used to come to the hospital every week. Paying for the treatment was no small feat. I couldn't bear the cost alone, and my family members couldn't always help. Sometimes I relied on the nurses until I was given an opportunity with lifeline cancer for Ghana. Nana has completed his treatment and is in remission. He regularly comes for reviews every three months. Equia Sabon says she managed to lobby the First Lady to build a Sunshine Hostel in Kolebu, providing a sanctuary for children and parents. We took a break, we'll return with Showbiz. Stay with us. Capenu, Eya, and Nutri Mitufu say, Abibia, O Padia, Padia, Unsan Cotonu, and Pilu, Namekanfu, SCP, Ama, SCP, Ewa, Tema Shahel, a whole factory Cassiano, Essi, and Yenape, Pavement Blocks, Bosan, Casancasa, and a DNC Gen Biarano, Oko Shahera, SCP, Ebemobi, some person who should dine, Napoto Gu Concrete, and Yavanakoto Cement, Yakopabu, Akopania, Ufre SCP. The concrete is amazing that with quality. Cement warm on the good camera amount. So, what am I? A fiena, dodoa, a flower, one, any patam one yara. Your office, I was printer's road. You never buy a restaurant in the dish. Fair SCP was 0501 672 608. Anato free number 0800 626 262. Hi, now let me share my wildlife experience with you at Safari Valley Eco Park. Welcome to Safari Valley Eco Park. Our electric shuttle pulled up and in no time our tour began. We were surrounded by wildlife from the moment we entered the Eco Park. We were greeted by experienced tour guides who took us through orientation and how to better enjoy the experience. Watch these animals roam freely in their natural habitat undisturbed by our presence. We saw zebras, sable antelopes, brown cranes, mara, silky chicken, yalas, Shetland ponies, and so many animals I just couldn't keep up. Our tour guides taught us so much about the wildlife, their behavior, and how to interact with them. I even fed them. We also went fishing on a man-made canal. Then we took a break to have lunch in this serene environment. All this amazing experience for this price for adults? This price for teenagers. This is for me. 
Sabagin. As the sun began to set, it was time to go back home, but not before dinner by the campfire. It has been a thrill of a lifetime, and I can't wait till my next visit. Safari Valley Eco Park, bringing you closer to nature. Kwajo, why are you late? Yes, Kwajo, why are you late again? Kwajo, can't you talk? See, mommy, I could lie like Amma. And say I was doing my homework with my friends. Or lie like Amma and say I was helping Grandma buy food. Mommy, I will not lie like Amma. I was playing with my friends. And that is why I'm late. Homework now. Thank you for not lying to me. Your Kalipo is in the fridge. Kalipo, the natural fruit juice drink. Oh, do you know that this advert is FDA. Betway is your gateway to a theme park full of gaming excitement. A whirlpool of wonder where your favorite games come to life. Where you can take to the skies with max payouts that reach into the millions. All in the palm of your hand. Visit betway.com.gh. Terms and conditions apply. Betway is regulated by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. No under 18. Bet responsibly. Betway. Bet your way. The other day, as I was in my kitchen preparing my special jollof meat with Lily Rice for my family, I heard a knock at the door. It was my mechanic. Instead of calling me to pick my car, he bought it himself. I said, show. He said, F.O. I said, take the car back. I will come and pick it myself. I said, turn off the fire from under the lily jollof. There was another knock at the door. It was my neighbor. I said, neighbor, neighbor. He said, F.O. My dog has jammed your wall again, though. I said, don't be silly. You don't have a dog. My wife and kids came home. And we saw that he enjoyed. So, it was my pastor. He said, bless you. I said, bless you too. He said, did he come to church on Saturday? I said, Acho, but uh, why are you coming to tell me this on Wednesday? Having to fend off visitors at mealtimes because of Lele's tasty aromatic rice? Celebrate every mealtime by sharing with friends and family near or far. Lele, tasty food, happy family. This advert is a... Investment Limited. Welcome back. Um, we have our own Noella here in studio to Hi, share Carlos. with us. Yeah, you're looking you good, man. High five again. Yes, sour. <laughs> anyway, what do we have in uh, showbiz tonight? Right, so we have uh, Timothy Bentum. He is an actor, now a man of God. Okay. And uh, he had an interview with my colleague uh, uh, Ike, and they were talking about, you know, the church supporting um, talent. Okay. I mean, for the longest time, there's been some talk around that, okay. that it looks like talent that, are, that come out from the church mm-hmm. are not being supported by the church. And uh, my colleague Ike sought to ask Timothy mm-hmm. why, that, why that is, and uh, here's what he had to say. Yeah, I think that Christians don't help each other. I think we are, we are, 
We would come, but we would support with our money. We use our money for all kinds of things, and it's sad. Why is that a problem? It should be the most easiest way, because we believe that the church is the foundation for taking care of people, welfare. Why is it a problem the church finds it difficult to support its own, especially musicians? I don't know. I think that uh, generally a few bad nuts have destroyed the perception of pastors, the church, the kingdom of God, because people are funding their ill-advised lifestyles with the monies that people give. But I also think it's an attack from hell against the pushing of the boundaries of the kingdom even further. So people, instead of helping, the devil is giving you ideas. I was scared. But in actual fact, the fact that somebody spent money doesn't mean that everybody will spend money. So it's, it's, an, it's, 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 it's an art of the devil to stop the kingdom of God from spreading. So what should be the call to action to this one? I think every Christian should put their money where their mouth is. You can't say I love Jesus. You can't say I love Jesus and 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 you're not you're not putting your money where your mouth is. Help the kingdom, support musicians, whatever you have to do. Once it's kingdom driven, you know, just give. Just give because we have money. And all the people who go to the to the um, I mean Okay, to the secular musicians and all their uh, uh, concerts, 80% of them are Christians. And they'll pay 400 to go and see a secular artist. They won't pay half that money to come for a Christian concert. And it's sad. Really sad. So that was Timothy Bentum there. Uh, but away from him, let's also talk about one other person who has, I mean, been saved by God. I'm talking about music producer Kewa, Kewa who yeah. has also waded, waded into the debate about um, gospel musicians collaborating with secular ones. And uh, for him, he says he sees nothing wrong with it, but the content of such collaborations must promote godly stuff. I don't have a problem with a secular artist recording with a gospel artist. What is important is the content. If we are speaking about love, we are speaking about Christ, we are, we are talking about what will bless the society, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if we start talking about, uh, Charlie, let's go and, you know, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Obviously, it will not bless the society. So that, for me, I call worldly and there's a big difference between worldly and gospel and due time will explain <laughs> so that was kewa as well and mm. last but certainly not least let's go to nigeria okay and talk to you about uh veteran actor mm. mofe richard okay Damijo. you're you're a married man right yes, yes is it is it easy or difficult for you to be faithful to your wife it's not difficult for me at all right how do you do it Ah, you just have to stick to your wife all the time, send her message, exchange message, keep her here, and mm. that's all, yeah. So uh, you've never, you know, trust me? No, 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 not really. High five. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so Richard says it is actually very difficult for married men like him to stay faithful in their marriages. Being faithful in marriage is not... Look, I have to say this word before I'm misquoted by somebody. Teddy Babyface said being faithful is hard. That's not what I'm saying. It is hard. It is hard. It's not an everyday... Because if you're in the kind of line of work that we are in, it's it's very hard. Because, let's face it, every one of us that is married, we are the target. We are the target. I mean, look at how women are. I mean, how, how can you escape it? You know, women are like Delilah. They are, they are like Jezebel. They prepare. And the, the only way you can perpetuate 
the real intentions of the enemy is to constantly aim at the image of God or the symbol of authority in any home. You shoot it down. It's like being a general. It's like being a commander in a battlefield. You drop him and the enemy, the, 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 the battalion scatters. So this is what I heard. This is what I heard that uh, even the women themselves may not know, but they are probably the, one, the ones who come after us, uh, you know, uh, very determinedly who want to make it happen. They are probably tools in a greater scheme that they may know, and it's about taking down the head of the family. That's it. That's it. That's 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 what the mission is. Wow. That's what the mission is. So it's it's very difficult. You you have to get to a point where your wife understands what she's up against as well. Oh yes. All right. So now, don't do that. No, don't no, do I'm, that. Not, I'm not going to do it. Good. You just flow. So that would be over. Sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. And that's all we have for this app. For more news, log on to myjoyonline.com. Thank you so much for watching. Have a great evening. Vet Investment Limited. In life, choice is good, but Choice Plus Safety is way better. Your safety and comfort is paramount. Under the cylinder recirculation model, you can buy LPG in a safe environment. All cylinders are inspected and maintained to the best safety standards, so your safety is assured. Just take your empty cylinder to the nearest exchange point and swap it for a filled cylinder. Different cylinder sizes will be available to... Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Eat your pocket size. Imagine cooking in a smoke-free environment. This will improve the health and well-being of you and your family. Choose LPG in a safer model of distribution. Cylinder recirculation model. Securing your safety. Creating more jobs. A message from the National Petroleum Authority under the patronage of the Ministry of Energy. Well, viewers outside there, very interested. When you say be BMP, I don't be a Niger DA. I get this cover back. Now, what about the Urban and the Brown? Coming Friday, 15th, your book must sit in more. Why are we be there? Yes, I'll show you right now. Ming Yan said, I'm going for a Diaba, a game pack. Get the pick one. Yeah, they man, you pick one. It said you may didn't ever come and sit in more. Namia Duma, Salamakan, come in Friday. Nenipa Eba, other woman said you may be a colony, Nakoso. You meet ship dealer. You meet strong mind. Almighty Shatawale, 
and the old Ghana, Uncle Bakope of Akrobatu. Who knows tomorrow? They are coming to storm them. Very interesting. They before the Obano, Bobo game, no. Ten cities. Now they take garbage. You are allowed to go. Very interesting. Hey, Ghana. Hey, Friday. Nyabo <laughs> 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 And yet, small genetic Arab, so because of Uber called Germany, Abaco, Omekofa Cassani and Mo, Madame Wassi, Namisha, Cassani and Mo, Nay, Jacca, cry, The business segment is brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. Because it's time to do business here on Joy News Prime with me, Beverly Broom. Fitch Solutions is forecasting that the Ghana city will end 2023 at 11 cities 40 pesos against the dollar. This is lower than the 12 cities 40 pesos predicted earlier in the year at a time Ghana was yet to reach an agreement with the International Monetary Fund for a bailout package. Here's more. The UK-based firm is also projecting 10 CDs 90 pesos to $1 in 2024, fueled by expected inflows from the International Monetary Fund Program and improved investor confidence. The 
Local currencies presently going for 11 CDs 53 pesos to the dollar in the retail market and 11 CDs 5 pesos to the American greenback on the interbank market. Since Ghana secured the IMF bailout package in May this year, the local currency has remained relatively stable against the dollar and all the major foreign currencies. Fitch Solutions explained that while short-term exchange rate volatility will persist, it believes that the city will stabilize. The forex market was a bit choppy last week as the city saw some volatility against the U.S. dollar. This is despite the Bank of Ghana announcing plan to auction $120 million in its forest forward auctions for the bulk oil distribution companies during quarter 4, 2023. Now, research leader GCB Capital Courage Buti says the relative stability of the city against the U.S. dollar from the beginning of the year is commendable. He continued that inflation could recede by the end of the year if revenue intervention on inflation is dealt with sufficiently. He spoke earlier on Business Live. Well, it is a good news. Um, but then again, we need to know where we came from. We came from in 20, um, 2021, uh, a CD dollar exchange or just around 6 cities to where it is now. So while closing around 11.4, 11.5, thereabouts would have been uh, remarkable stability. Uh, we recorded more than 20% depreciation in, in, in just the first month of the year. So end of year depreciation wouldn't have been zero or even single digit. It would have been 20 plus depreciation of the CD versus the USD really. So we need to put it in that context. But after January, it's been a relative stability, which is quite commendable. And, and that trend should continue. And if, if we see it that way, and then the, the food price pressure issues are dealt with, and then the, rev and the impact of the revenue interventions, the tariff interventions on on uh, uh, inflation, if they are dealt with sufficiently, we should begin to see um, inflation also recede um, uh, along the year, especially in the quarter four, where the base drift effect will, will be a bit more pronounced. Mm. Of, of what impact um, has the IMF um, contributed? When I say the IMF, I mean the IMF deal contributed to this um, appreciation we are likely to see at the end of the year. Well, you know, the IMF gives you confidence. Um, it gives investors uh, comfort and confidence about the economy. And you could see uh, first half of the year numbers, as, as shown in the first uh, uh, the half year review in July, that we are running deficits that are way sharper than what the target for the period was, uh, or significantly below what the target for the period was. We're running the primary balance significantly below what the target for the period was, and you could see a general sense of commitment to fiscal consolidation. Now, that is what the IMF gives you. Banking and financial consultant Christian Tichijan has welcomed government's decision not to touch Treasury bills as part of its debt restructuring. Minister of State at the Finance Ministry, Dr. Mohammed Amin Adam, earlier made it clear that T-bills are not part of the scope of the debt restructuring program. According to Mr. Tichijan, any attempt by government to touch T-bills will affect government and the banking sector at large. He spoke to Joy Business. Well, the Minister of State at the Finance Ministry, Dr. Mohamed Amin Adam, on PM Express, denied that government is solely using funds raised from the Treasury bills 
to finance coupon payments of new bonds. He explained that government has been using other sources of funding to pay these new bonds. Now, reacting to questions about government's intention to restructure treasury bills due to growing interest costs and the amount borrowed, Dr. Amin said there are no such plans. Well, I mean, first of all, you know that the T-bills we launched in, 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 in December was very successful, 85% participation. So if we are reopening for the... That is the, a very simple program. Yes, yes. It, it, is, it, is, it, is, it doesn't mean you are doing another round of, of exchange. Mm. You cannot equate that to another round of, of, of debt exchange. Mm. Okay. Secondly, I've just indicated to you that the cocoa bills and then the U.S. dollar and the alternative pension that we are doing are heading towards a great success. The information we have is that we are going to perform over 90% of that. Mm. So if you open even in future, it is for the residual, <laughs> you know, it's for the, the few that are left, but not to go around doing another uh, uh, DDEP. Mm. But, uh, as far as the assurances the uh, about T-bills, I don't know how many times you want me to, <laughs> to, to answer that, mm. but let me just take the opportunity to repeat it. We are not going to do the DDEP with treasury bills. Mm. Treasury bills must be risk-free. Treasury bills uh, will continue to be a source of uh, revenue for, for government, a major source of revenue for, for government in addition to the other sources that, that we have. And so uh, people must be assured that uh, we are not coming back to ask them to sign on to, to, to anything. Meanwhile, banking consultant Christian Techi Jan described the move as one to save the economy. Government in itself, the governance machinery is going to um, uh, run at a short and it means the governance machinery will be grounded and government cannot afford to do that. We're expecting the second trench of displacement from the IMF. That alone is not enough. Government has been showing up its um, cash flow with the T-bills, proceeds from the T-bills. And so it cannot afford to do that. And once they want to touch it, already they've set up um, the sustainability funds where um, some, some commitments have been made by the development partners of um, the government, as well as some government commitments as well to help the institutions that will run into liquidity challenges as a result of the domestic debt exchange program. Some market observers have raised concerns about the amount of funds raised by government on the treasury bill market in the second and the third quarter of this year. Government has been constrained in raising funds after Ghana was restricted from going to the international capital market to raise some monies due to bad ratings. Government is planning to raise about 39 billion Ghana cities in Treasury bill market in the third quarter of this year. Now, energy strategies calls for more investments in Ghana's oil field to propel greater prospects in the country's upstream petroleum sector following the commissioning of the first oil from the Jubilee Southeast project. President Takufado last Friday commissioned the project to be undertaken by Talo in collaboration with the Ghana National Petroleum Company, Cosmos Energy, Jubilee Oil Holdings Limited and Petro SA. Government is hoping the project will maintain production above 100,000 barrels of oil per day by the end of the year. Let's get uh, the perspective of energy strategist Dr. Yusuf Suleiman Rendis, and he joins us uh, via Zoom. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Suleiman, for your time. This is a great deal for the upstream sector, but how do we ensure we optimize the full potential of the Jubilee South 
East project. Yeah, thank you very much, and good evening to you, Beverly. Good evening to your Charles viewers. Yeah, indeed, um, Jubilee has always been Ghana's uh, cash cow. Um, um, it it had dwindled a little bit, and that's normal for most uh, produ producing wells. After a period of time, let's say after a decade, we do have what you call a plateau and a decline. And so, if you look at the value, I mean the uh, figures that were churned out for the last two years, we actually saw a decline. And so, for, to the effect that uh, some investment had gone into the partners, they have done creditable well for foreign investment into into those fields. And like I said, Jubilee, Jubilee from beginning has always been the best. As a, as we speak now, is doing like seventy thousand. So with this amount of oil pouring into the basket, into our production bucket, basket, we'll be doing like over 100,000. And if we stay the course in that way, I mean, we will hit high in terms of our production portfolio, so far our, our upstream is concerned. But you ask a very good question. How do we optimize that? Indeed, yes, what it takes to stay on this trajectory is what I call continuous investment. Um, in upstream, windfalls will come, and this is a spectacular example of what I will call a windfall, because oil prices are pretty high as we speak, uh, Beverly, is, we have it around 90s. Um, in fact, it's supposed to be just, it's flattered around the 90s, and it stayed there for like a, a almost a few days now. Now, assuming it stays in that trajectory, and all indications are that OPEC is still holding onto the supply cut, so all indications are that oil prices will still be high. So if you remember, you know, 2022, we have so much coming into our coffers. Meanwhile, our volumes actually, actually you know, declined. So with this boost up in volumes, mm. let's say Jubilee alone doing about 100, here and now we'll do like 30, I'm talking about 100,000, 30,000, and then 10 fuel will do like 20,000. That's about 150,000. That is huge. And so um, what we need to do, first of all, continuous reinvestment to make sure that all other fuel will unlock the potentials of all other fuel. And secondly, we try to look at ways of cascading windfalls. I always mention that. We have a peculiar situation. As much as we are benefiting from the upstream, uh, Beverly, you will know that we, you will notice that downstream will be a different story altogether. You know, the pump price will, will be getting hotter as you go forward. So what we need to do, we have to come up with a clicker strategy so that as we are benefiting from the downstream, sorry, upstream, I mean, we shouldn't have the negative effect, effect being felt on the downstream terribly. Otherwise, whatever benefit we have from the, from the upstream, we might end up vaporizing it uh, at the downstream side. Bending. Right, but what's going to be the impact of this, not only uh, in the upstream sector, but the oil and gas industry as a whole? Yeah, so that's a huge impact. Um, if you look at... Um, we had three fields, um, or we had three fields running, and almost like a, like a couple of years now, we haven't had any additional field coming. And that, that we began to get so worried, you know. And if you look at this quantum that is coming in, it's almost like the full capacity in terms of oil production in ENI field. So that is huge. And so what it will do is that it will drastically scale up our revenue. You know, in terms of what we get from the fields. Um, so yes, that is huge, and it's huge to the extent that um, if you look at oil prices, I just mentioned that the oil prices are pretty high, and in the, 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 as long as these prices stay in this trajectory, and we we suspect that it will stay in this trajectory, then we will have a, a, a lot of benefit that is coming to the you know to the industry. Yeah, Beverly. Right. Thank you so much for your time here, uh, Dr. Yusuf Sulemana. He's 
and energy strategists. Now, moving on, Ghana's ability to export more and participate in global trade is badly being affected by access and cost of credit. This was captured in the latest World Trade Report released by the World Trade Organization today. My colleague, George Riaffe, is in Switzerland and has more on this. The World Trade Organization's 2023 report showed that banks in Ghana did finance about 25% of the country's total trade. This is making it difficult for Ghana to realize the full benefits that come from participating in global trade, so as deals that we have signed with some multinationals and developed economies. The report showed that Ghana could have gotten more from these trade deals if they had secured the required funding from these commercial banks in the country. It also came up that there was high rejection rate when it comes to funding small businesses, so as enterprises that are owned by women. You spoke about trade expansion in Ghana being affected by access to credit and cost credit. Help me out. Does it mean that Ghana is struggling to get funding for trade? What, what does it mean? So what you, that's a very, very good question. And, and what you have to see is that trade is a very um, finance intensive um, business because, you know, all these, these goods that you ship have to be, have to be financed uh, somehow, either by the uh, uh, firm selling it or by the firm or the, 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 the retailer buying it. And, um, you know, of course, for this to work, you need a, a developed uh, financial system. And, and what we've shown in, in various reports is that, you know, some, you know it, it varies a lot by country, but, you know, trade finance overall in Africa is not as well developed as trade finance, say, in, in North America. And that contributes to these high trade costs that we are measuring and would be kind of fixing this would be an important supply side uh, response to stimulate trade. And finally, so how, how does policy measures or actions by government address this challenge when it comes to this trade cost and access being a major challenge to trade finance in Ghana? Should it be a policy issue or should it be a financial issue or more be more of a central bank intervention? Well, I think you need to really look at the local situation. So it's, it's hard to make, you know, blanket uh, judgments. But the, the first thing you need to ask yourself, is there some sort of market failure? So is there a reason why perhaps private banks, uh, private uh, financial um, service providers are not offering this kind of uh, service and, and and if not you know then you know uh, you know perhaps uh, uh, step in uh, as a domestic government perhaps together with the international community yes from the negotiation room at the world trade center in geneva this is george Yaffe reporting for joy business now, former finance minister Seth Tekbe is urging government to work assiduously to improve the economy beyond the expectation of the International Monetary Fund. Now, according to him, even though there's much focus on fulfilling the IMF conditionalities, government must ensure that the economy recovers fully and becomes stable post the IMF program. He spoke on joint business. We were already implementing many of these measures, which I, I enumerated already from taking off excessive, you know, the, what would have been a rollover of the first sovereign bond, what would have been, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, stabilizing, what would have been worse situation if we didn't have 350 million, you know, up front to, to tackle COVID immediately before even the COVID, you know, loan, you know, could come on board, right? So uh, in terms of what we did at the IMF program, I would say that we did more, we achieved 
you know, um, what we said we achieved by way of, uh, you know, budget deficit, 6.1. It was 6.5 or 6.7, but we achieved 6.1. We achieved zero, you know, financing, right? When we could have done 5%, but we went beyond that, right? So you are comparing that to major challenges. You know, financing of the deficit in excess of 30%, you know, almost the entire, you know, deficit amount, monetization of the economy and the rest. So this is a context in which I say that, you know, even if what are in the IMF program were achievable, we should look beyond, you know, to leave a good story after the three years of the IMF program, which will fall in the lap of another government. Now, the government has assured that it is working to return the country to economic stability in order to meet all the convergence criteria for the implementation of the common currency eco. The currency, which has been in the pipeline for more than a decade, is faced with many implementation challenges, including high inflation and unstable exchange rate system by member countries. Speaking to open the 53rd Technical Committee of the West African Monetary Zone meeting in Accra, Chief Director of the Ministry of Finance on behalf of the Finance Minister Ken Furiata showed that Ghana is still on course for the West African Single Currency Project. Government is committed to bring inflation under control through prudent monetary measures. So, including the elimination of monetary financing of the budget as well as the ongoing fiscal adjustments. These efforts are securing stability, will greatly enhance the prospects of economic integration in the sub-region. Monetary policy remains forward-looking with a view to firmly anchor inflation expectations, restore and maintain price stability, and create conditions for inclusive growth. Specifically, we are determined to stay inflation back within the medium-term target of 8 plus Distinguished delegates, let me take this opportunity to reaffirm Ghana's commitment to the ECOWAS single currency project. Despite our recent economic challenges, Ghana's performance on the harmonized convictions criteria has always been above average. We assure you that these challenges will be reversed and sustained economic stability reestablished. I wish to extend my sincere appreciation to all the distinguished delegates of the Technical Committee for the collaboration and support during these critical periods. Now, Senior Advisor, Monitoring and National Coordinator at the Office of the African Continental Free Trade Area, Alhaji Yakubu Yusif, has disclosed that Ghana, or Ghana's aim is to penetrate all five regional blocks of the African continent, which has a market strength of 1.3 billion people on the African Continental Free Trade Area. He pegged the co combined gross domestic product to over $3.4 trillion. He noted the country achieved huge success when uh, over 65 businesses were taken to Kenya. Al-Haji Yakubu Yusif made the disclosure at the Upper West Regional Conference on the implementation of the National Framework and National Action Plan in WA. Join us as Upper West Regional Correspondent Rafiq Salam reports from WA.
Diapa was regional conference on the implementation of the national framework and national action plan on the African continental free trade area after which is a baby of the African Union is aimed at boosting the country's trade with Africa. The conference brought together major stakeholders including municipal and district chief executives, coordinating directors of the various assemblies, officials of the Ghana Revenue Authority, religious leaders, exporters, and members of the garages, senior advisor, monitoring and evaluation, and national coordinator of AFTA, Alaj Yakub Yusuf, explained the rationale behind the regional conferences. Apart from the creation of jobs for farmers, men and women, also realized that the headquarters of Africa Continental Free Trade Era is in Ghana. And you can imagine if we have this headquarters in Ghana, the opportunities, the benefits that it will bring to us. So a whole lot of these benefits, we cannot actually harness them if we don't understand what it takes to trade and after. He recall with nostalgia the benefits that the country had when they traveled to Kenya on a market entry expedition with over 65 businesses. Alain Jacob Yusuf disclosed that the aim is for the country to be a trailblazer in AFTA by penetrating in all five regional blocks of the continent, which has a market strength of 1.3 billion people. So businesses were taken to Kenya to introduce our Ghanaian products into the East African market, where they also seized the opportunity businesses with the Kenya counterparts and as I speak we are seriously working on another journey to Tanzania to consolidate the gains that we made in Kenya made this year. You know Africa is made up of five blocks the north, the south, central and East Africa. So we are trying to make sure that after in Ghana so that our products can be everywhere in Africa. And that's all for business tonight. You can get more business news when you log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business. I am Beverly Broom. Sports is next with Razak Musbao. Please stay.
Business Segment was brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. Malaria really not free down, eh? Challenge no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and Lumefantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. Thank you. No problem. Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. No, 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 no. This is for your mom. She loves me because of my frutellium. Fruitelli, all natural fruit juice and the perfect way to the heart. Who loves you because of your Fruitelli? This advert is FD. Life beautiful. Embrace it with the all new Ahuofe from GTP Life. Kumase Kumase, Osaikrum, Obo, Shatawale, any game park. The Pick One Lunch, Kumase City Mall, 15th September, 4 p.m. Strongman Bewaho, Kweku Flake, any king paluta. New here in the Sewobebo, star 946 hash. Now for 10 Ghana cities echo, I bought the pick one game, no? Now Remu. Like to shoot two. One bullet, I said, Kale, it will make you poo poo. Yes. You know, go fish show me nothing. Bring us, I go bring my daughters. Oh God, me, I promise. You go be there, I want day. The Electoral Commission is making preparations for voters' registration exercise from 12 September to 2 October 2023 to enable citizens who have turned 18 years or persons who have not previously registered to visit the EC office in their district and register as a voter ahead of the upcoming district-level elections 2023. 
The registration exercise is in line with the Commission's mandate to compile the register of voters and revise it at such periods as may be determined by law. Every eligible Ghanaian should visit the EC office in their district and present their Ghana card or passport for inclusion in the voters' register. Applicants who do not have a Ghana card or passport are required to bring two persons who are already registered voters to guarantee their registration. Do not register again if you have lost your voter ID card. Replacement of voter ID cards will start from 3rd October 2023 after the registration exercise. Transfer of votes will also be done from 3rd October to 9th October 2023. It is a criminal offense for a guarantor to guarantee for more than 10 people, non-Ghanaians and persons who are not 18 years of age. Guarantors who violate this provision will be prosecuted. The voter registration exercise is part of efforts to ensure credible, transparent and peaceful elections in Ghana. Register to vote. Your vote is your power. The voter registration exercise 2023 is here with us now. games that matter and the world's favorite cup competitions get go tv super for only 249 cities to enjoy the football overload go tv love it so i came home earlier than i normally would that fateful monday after work and to my surprise i saw my husband and my mother having sex in our living room. I had always suspected my wife. I felt she had something doing with my little brother. And I walked into a room one day and there they were making out. And this is my blood brother. My husband, who is a banker, will not have sex with me because I denied him my anus. Is he gay? I've been wondering. What is your story? What secret is eating you up? Why are you having continual sleepless nights? Do you need help? Share your story on our powerful new series where real people share their deepest secrets on Prime Morning beginning this September. Drop your stories on our WhatsApp number 055-157-5757. Remember, a problem shared is a problem half solved. And every problem has a solution. to you by commend the dbs industries to you let's go to dbs industries
Hello, welcome to Prime Sports with me, Razak Musbav. Now, the Black Stars of Ghana cruised to a convincing 3-1 win over Liberia in an international friendly match earlier today. At the Craft Sports Stadium, it was Ernest Nyama, Mohamed Kudus and Jordan Ayou who were on target for the Stars to complete the September international window with a 100% win. Yeah, highlight of that game. Nyama spoke to the media after the game and he said scoring back-to-back -back goals for Ghana has boosted his confidence. Yeah, I would say it has because uh, my first debut goal for Ghana was uh, in Kumasi is my community and it helped Ghana qualify for the African Cup and uh, yeah, I'm highly motivated. They are the players we look up to and knowing a lot of the senior players in the squad and it's also a motivation for us like uh, being on the same pitch with them scoring goals is a uh, motivation and this uh, keeps me going because one I was watching on the TV and now you're on the pitch with him doing great things for them. Well, for head coach Chris Eaton, despite the 3-1 win over Liberia, he believes there is more room for improvement. Ideally, we'd love all the squad to be playing regular at their clubs. Um, but generally, this is not the case. Some play regular, some play sporadically, some play at a, a very high level, some play at a level not, not so high. So the most important thing is, is that when they're with us, 
it's about what you can get out of them in two days, which is difficult. We only have two days training for the, before the first game. Um, but it's picking a side that you think can compete well, can get a result. And in this second game, it was very much uh, for us to try something different as regards the formation that we played. Um, play some players that are very much part of, of what we do that, that didn't play in the first game. And that's a hard balance because on top of that, what you want to do is you, it's important to win the game also, just for the feel of the, the group and of course going forward. Um, and of course for us to score, disappointed to concede the, the, the goal at the end, but to score three goals and in a game where maybe we could have scored more, then, um, then I have to be happy with that. I think you can, um, you can uh, always look to improve. But the, the, real, the, the really good advantage of this game was that, you know, as I said, before the Central African Republic game, we in effect had two days training. So if we didn't have this second game, then probably the players would have gone back to their clubs the next day and, and, and in effect we would have had them for two days training and one game. So this was important because we were able to do some work with them leading up to the second game. We tried a different formation because um, I think these are the type of games where perhaps you can try things. Um, even though it's not to the detriment of, of a result, we still want to win the game and we still want to be as strong as possible. Um, but certainly I've seen, I've seen enough in the two games um, to, to always give me confidence. There's still things we could have done better today in the first half. I thought we, we gave the ball away. The, the pitch was difficult. With, the, with obviously with the rain but I thought we gave the ball away too easily at times in that, in that first half period and sometimes you need that to settle into the game and sometimes you need to get that first goal to calm everybody down so, but I've seen enough in the, in the two games to be, to be confident and optimistic and, um, and, and looking forward of course to the next camp now, uh, Black Stars right-back Ali Disedu, who played a crucial part in the team's 2-1 win over Central African Republic to qualify for the AFCON, has opened up on his time with the national team and the experience of playing at the Barbara Sports Stadium, which he describes as an honour to don the national team jersey. Me representing my country, I think it's a big privilege for me and it's a very special thing in my career because all footballers are, are dreaming to play for their motherland and me playing for my motherland, I think it's a big achievement for me. Yeah, as me born in Kumasi, I have a lot of fans in Kumasi and people chanting my name, I think it's, it's always boosts me when I'm on the pitch and when I hear people chanting my name, it always encourages me to give everything to, to, to the fans for them to enjoy more. No, I didn't underrate any, any team, you know. I know now football, all the players know how to play and they presenting their country, I think they, are, they have a lot of qualities. So I always concentrate, I always try to give every time, don't underrate anyone. So I play my football and I continue to work hard. Yeah, my message to Daniels is they should continue to support us. We the players, we're going to give everything to make them feel happy. And I think we're gonna we're gonna prove them more for the upcoming matches in the tournament. Well, meanwhile, former Black Stars player Samuel Inkum has appealed to the general public to tone down on the criticism of some of the players in the national team when performances do not go as planned. 
uh, left back Barbara Man was a subject of some booze at the Barbara Sports Stadium when the team played Central African Republic. And according to the former right back, such actions are unhealthy for the players. I want to say a big congrats to them. Well done. Mm. Both the team, the playing body, the technical team, and the management and FA as well. I have to say a big thank you to them because um, they have done what Ghanaians were looking for. And I think we don't have to go to the standard, start blaming individual players, especially Baba Rahman. Let's talk about the Baba Rahman subject. I mean, Baba Rahman, uh, you know, at. Uh, the Qatar, you know, World Cup made a few blunders, mm. and at certain points as well, you know, um, set up play for mm. for for goals and all of that. Yeah. Now, what do you make of the criticism leveled, you know, against him in particular? Yeah. yeah, I want to talk too much about this boy because we shouldn't forget that he's young. He has so much time to develop. He got injured, if I'm not wrong. He was loaned up and down. Now he has got a permanent club that he's playing. And I believe that this left back have big future, in my opinion. You know, it will take time for him to get his rhythm. Even the game that we played in Kumasi, he was not bad. He was not bad at all, in my opinion. Because at the end of the day, what, we, what are we looking for? We have to play as a team and no player will play extra because the coach have given them instructions what to do on the pitch. Mm. And Kopo, I think before the second half, he was even overlap. He was going in front. We, the kind of style that we play as a Ghana team, if you have a striker, like we're having Jan, we know Jan is good in the air. Jan is proper finisher, you know. And if the service are not going, do you, do, do you expect Inaki to score? It's impossible. We have to give them a good service. That is why I love Baba Rahman when I see him going forward. In my opinion, I think it's a young chap that we have to take our time for him. We have to encourage him. We have to give him confidence for him to play. Because of that, that game, he was my best player, to be honest. He was your best player on in the my, day. In, in my opinion, he was my. We don't have to damn the spirit of the players. Now, Ghana Football Association President Kerti Kriku has called on clubs participating in next year's Ghana Premier League to prioritize efforts aimed at bringing fans back to the stadium. Addressing the stakeholders at the maiden edition of the Ghana Football Association Awards, he stated that the fans remain an integral part of the football industry. And having them at the stadium must be the focus. Let us all think about how we're going to bring our 12th man back to football. Our 12th man is our fan. We call our 12th man our supporter. It is the collective responsibility of all of us here in Gardet to play our respective parts in ensuring that as we dine and wine, as we celebrate, we do this knowing very well that we have a role to play in bringing back the 12th man of football. This is our challenge in the new season. This is my challenge to every club owner. This is my challenge 
to every CEO. This is my challenge to all our general managers, general administrators of our football clubs, whether in the Premier League, in Coast Leagues, in Women's Leagues, in the Division One League across the country. Some of, of our fans have become passive. We need to make them active. Some of the active ones need encouragement to stay being active. And most importantly, all of us have the collective responsibility to deliver new funds to football. Where are the ladies in football? We need to go after them. Where are the young kids in football? We need to go after them. It is my responsibility. It is also your responsibility. Now, all students of Infantipin Boys Senior High School and Adisadil College came together for the assistance edition of the Santa Mobile Fan Day Games at the Burma Camp Sports Complex of the weekend. And the games returned for the first time this year after five years of no show uh, Infantipin winning big. Now, Loris Beidou was there and uh, he came through with this report. Annual event is aimed at bringing old boys of the two schools together on a friendly and social platform with sports identified as a platform to achieve the intended results while also involving current students. The theme for this year's event was Beyond the Rivalry, Uniting True Sports. Old boys of the two schools showed spectators at the Bema Camp Sports Complex with sporting activities on the day. Football, table tennis, lawn tennis and basketball were among the games that took place during this year's event with year groups playing each other. Infantipim claimed victory over Adisadel in the table tennis and basketball events. In the alumni's basketball game, Infantipim won with a 36-33 scoreline before the current school team also claimed a 63-40 win over Adisco's current school team. The 1970s, 1980s and 1990s year groups were also involved in a penalty shootout in the football event which saw Adisadel claim two victories while Infantipem recorded one. The 2000s year group of Adisadel also handed Infantipem Old Boys a 5-0 defeat in a 7 aside football Co-chairman of the planning committee and an old student of Infantipem, Kojo Morgan, said it was good to reconnect with old friends once again after several years. I think it's all about, like you said, the bond. It's a solid bond. And this is something that started in Cape Coast. We in 1876, they in 1910. But somehow, we have always respected each other. There's no doubt about it. There's a rivalry. When you have sports, you have even academics, we, we win. But I tell you, some of the best friends of uh, are from the both schools. You see, I mean, I've known this gentleman for how many years now? Yeah, yes, and we're very, very, very good friends. You see, so we don't carry it beyond. You see, rather we look at how we can harness that. Uh, what do you call it? Um, that potential, so that we can get something good out of it. Said Jojome, also a co-chairman of the planning committee and an old student of Adisadel, expressed his delight with the attendance at the sports complex for this year's event after a five-year absence. Uh, frankly, if you ask me, quite impressive. Um, we know we could have made a little more of the crowd, especially um, knowing the organization we put behind it. But we admit that the rains 
Uh, we here have been on the outskirts of Accra. But you look at the crowd, very impressive. And for me, the attendance is good. And I think that we are happy that the corporates came along and then they, we believe that they benefited from it. I've asked a couple of their sponsors and they are showing great interest in the fact that um, this is a good organization and they think that they want to be part of it. And for me, that's a big, big deal. The games was climaxed with a football fixture between the current school teams of the two schools, where Infantipin proved too good for Adisadel as they claimed a 3-0 victory. Agda activities that took place included a jama session, musical session from the regimental bands of both schools, as well as health screening. Now let's get to Germany and connect with uh, DW's sports journalist, Chris Harrington. Well, Chris, of course, the game between Germany and France is currently underway. Uh, Germany themselves are leading by two goals to one, especially after losing to Japan earlier in the week. But the talking point is Hans Flick's departure from the team. He's been sacked after some poor run of results. Tell me. The, the, the reasoning behind the sacking of Hans Flick and what do you make of the German national team going forward? Yes, when it comes to Germany, it's been a case of double jeopardy. First off, they got hammered by Japan. Japan, a side that gave them a defeat in Qatar. That was the most recent major tournament Germany has participated in, and it was lackluster, a very big disappointment. And Hansi Flick was their head coach. He was kept on with hopes of carrying the team over to a successful European championship and the double jeopardy part, Hansi Flick is no more. He got fired after the 4-1 beat down by Japan. Japan defeated them twice. Germany failed to get the payback situation. Germany defensively just didn't look good. They have players out of position. They were losing this particular match at the break. And then Japan just added salt to the wounds, basically, and doubled their uh, goal production. Uh, unfortunate for the Germany team. You know, Hansi Flick was speaking of all of this confidence he had. He was always confident, overly optimistic, in my opinion. You know, but the German Football Federation president made it very clear that the team needs a new impulse. They need a spirit of optimism and confidence, especially with the European Championship just around the corner. I think Germany just don't want to disappoint and disrespect and embarrass themselves in front of a home crowd. You know, Germany has had unfortunate showings, disappointing showings at the last two World Cups. In your own backyard, you expect to do more. You have the home field advantage. And Germany are going to look for a new direction, a new man up top to try to kind of steer the ship right. Because it's been very wrong as of late. Well, uh, it's been very wrong. But, of course, today will be some uh, sigh of relief for them after defeating France by two goals to one in that international friendly. Chris, thanks so much for making time uh, with us here on Prime Sports. And that's where we draw the curtains on tonight's edition of Prime Sports with me, Razak Musbao. There's more stories on myjoyonline.com for slash sports. We'll be back sometime tomorrow. Have a lovely evening. Sports segments was brought to you by... Let's go to DBS Industries.